fabulous about them. I, I'm sorry, I, I really don't know what you're driving. I just I've been out of college at Belmont University for just a few months, and I've been volunteering to at a place that I, a, friend, a couple friends just turned me on to, and it was a church on the side of town just one night a week with their youth group. Just, it was interesting. My friends had me out there doing it. And month after month clicked by, and I don't know, I kind of got to know the kids, and they kind of got to know me. And by the time spring came around, I looked kind of around one particular Wednesday evening, and I was really the only one left of my original friends that were there. And the very next day, the pastor, whose name is Pastor Donick, he said, So I really see in you something special. Would you be willing to run our summer program? So I'm sitting across from the the minister, and he's like, I've even got this brochure for you. It's, I've, I've laid it all out, and it's going to be called The Summer of Love. <laughs> and I thought, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, I, um, we, began, we began clicking along pretty well, and I knew these kids, and the, uh, the canoe trip was a huge success. And then, and then when we did the car wash to raise... Uh, funds for the uh, Filipino missionaries that were a part of the church. A lot of people got their cars washed. And a lot of kids start coming. The, the original 15 are bringing their friends, and more and more uh, kids are coming. And I, I can't even keep up, actually. By the time we did the 4th of July picnic, there's just a lot of kids. I don't even know who they are. And there's one, uh, there's one late teen, early 20s who I don't recognize whatsoever, but she seems really comfortable, like unusually comfortable in the group. And I turned to my, sort of my chief intelligence, 13-year-old buddy. <laughs> and I said, you went by the nickname Picky. Picky, uh, who, who is that Who is that young woman over there? And he's like, you don't know. I said, you don't ask me, I don't know. He's like, that's the pastor's daughter. And I was like, but I've met, and he's like, no, 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 no. That's the daughter from his first marriage. I was like, oh, and, and then we talked a little more, and Nikki ends up telling me, she's messed up. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, she's a model in Atlanta. She does fashion modeling. She was in a Dillard's catalog two years ago. And I said, well, that's not a, it's not a mistake. And he's like, no, no, you don't understand. She has an ex-boyfriend that she's just left in Atlanta, and he's a part of a race car family. <laughs> and so she's left her mom who lives down there in Atlanta to live with the pastor this summer I was like thank you Picky how do you always know this stuff he's like my mom knows a friend of her mom's and I just know we continued and I got and her name is Mara and we continued I got to know Mara a bit and she was she was normal as best I could tell and we, uh, we, we continued, we did a few more things, we did a service project with the elderly, we did a trip to Kentucky Kingdom, and things are just plucking along really well, and I'm, I'm charged primarily with Wednesday night activities, and it just so happened though, on one particular Wednesday night, I'd been asked to step aside to let a guest minister come through, and the guest minister was, we didn't know him, but he was, again, another friend of a contact of a friend, and he came through, and he was, um, I think the official term is he's hardcore. <laughs> and the guest minister uh, welcomes all of us in and he's got an electric guitar and plays it very loud and immediately begins playing 
like praise and worship songs, which is kind of normal for us. But the um, the first song I remember was in they it, they were original. We weren't singing Lord I Lift Your Name on High. These were his original songs, and it was like, "You are everything." And then we would be like, "I am nothing." <laughs> and then another another song I remember very clearly was um, Alpha Omega Alpha Omega, and then we would sing. Born to die, we are born to die. And he had it, he kept doing the thing where he was like, This is God, this is us. Do you know what I am? And we'd be like the cross. And it was just this constant he was he was hammering he was hammering the, the kind of the sin button over and over and over again. And after an hour and a half, I was weak. And I looked at our students there, and there's a lot of them by this point in the summer, and, you know, kids are just kind of like, you know, they're kind of like dumbfounded and looking at the ground. And he's like, now I understand this is the summer of love for you all, but what if, what if I postulated for you that this is the summer of decision? How many of you tonight would like to make a confession? And, uh, you know, this is it's nice. Um... Immediately, the first girl that stood up was Rail Finn, and she's the sweetest girl. Her name is uh, Glory uh, Coyle, and she stands up Rail Finn. And this is a girl that's never done anything wrong in her life. And she starts weeping, which was, we were all had cried a little bit about that point. She's weeping, and she says, I, uh, I really thought I, I really thought I was being a good daughter, but I know my mom needs more help with my baby brother. And suddenly a bunch of other girls get up and they surround her and they start, you know, petting, you know, like helping her. And that was the cue. All the young men just were like, oh, God. <laughs> that was when a young woman named Angie stood up. And Angie was a large personality. In fact, it wasn't just her personality. She was a larger adolescent. And, you know, maybe before the growth spurt or something. But there was just a lot of Angie. And um, the, thing, the thing is, she... She was crying so hard at this point that um, it, it, you couldn't help but begin to have your own imagination as to what she was going to confess. And I was like, she's going to address the issue. Because she, she's, every time we had pizza, there was a lot. I was like, she's going to say something about that. And I'm thinking to myself, and so I'm kind of like, praise the Lord. And she, she um, begins to talk, and it's just coming out as a squeak. And I was like, okay. And we're all kind of waiting, and she says, she says, I, I've run away two times already, but I've gotten back. I've run away two times this summer, but I've gotten back before anyone even noticed. <laughs> and the look of, of the look of being confounded just crossed the room. No one knew. Is that a sin if you run away and come back and no one even knows and you don't know the confusion, no one was going up to hug her. And um, I threw a quick elbow to the girl beside me, and I'm like, go hug Angie. And so Angie, Angie did get... And, right, and the, the awkwardness is really starting to flow through the room. And that's when Mara, Mara Donick stands up, and she walks, she walks to the middle of the room out of the shadows, and she's kind of a mood-altering young woman. She's just kind of tall and beautiful. And... Um, and she's like, first of all, I just want to thank you guys for what has been an amazing summer. You guys have been nothing but kind to me. And But the more we start talking about confession, the more that I know that, well, 
Well, earlier this year, in Atlanta, I was doing a shoot with some guys from Europe. And well, they had some beer, and we were having a good time, and I posed nude. And all of the young men who had been like this were like... <laughs> and I could feel their brains undressing Mara mentally. And I had been off duty the whole night, but I immediately, my, my light kind of went on, and I was like, praise the Lord, what a wonderful time of sharing. I, it, it, even if we wanted to begin as more of a one-on-one -on -one prayer buddy experience together tonight, and the guy who's leaning at the front is just kind of like looking at me like this, but uh, it was important, it was important to get a little control, and that night kind of crashed and burned, and a lot of, it was just awkward. But the thing that I remembered was that we were fostering this whole, I mean, I didn't pick the name Summer of Love, but there was some kind of openness that the kids were, were tapping into. And I didn't even recognize it for what it was at the time, but there was a lot of vulnerability and there was a lot of um, trust they were sharing together. And so we only had one more big event. And, uh, fast forward about a week, and it's the night before church camp. We're going to go away to church camp. Everybody's going but I get a call, like at 9 p.m., we're leaving about noon the next day, I get a call. And it's the pastor, Pastor Donick. Hello, Jeff. I know it's late, son, but I've got some news for you. And first, my first thought, of course, someone's died. And he's like, no, I'm not going to be going on the church. I'm not going to be going on the church trip. And I said, well, I'm really sorry to hear that. Are you okay? And he's like, in fact, Mara's not going to be going either. And I was like, are you guys okay? He's like... Her boyfriend just picked her up in, the, in a black Corvette, brand new. And they got all her belongings, and she's going back to Atlanta to live with that, with that scoundrel of a man. And, I, and he went on and on about uh, Nolan, the young boyfriend. And I was just kind of like letting him talk, and there was a lot of emotion there. And I was like, Pastor, are you okay? He's like, oh, I'm going to be okay, I'm going to be okay, I'm going to be okay. And I was like... Um, well, let me know if I can do anything for you. We're pretty much planning to leave tomorrow, so I'm not going to be out of town. But he's like, Jeff, I've been doing this a long time. I've seen souls come up against the grace of God. But if they don't hold on to that grace, they fall away. And I was like, that's, I didn't say this, but I'm thinking that's one way of processing this. <laughs> and um, we went away to church camp. I never saw Mara again. And actually, after a couple of weeks, I... I faded away and I got involved with other things. And uh, I no longer was leading the youth group. Several years later, social media happens. <laughs> I get a message from someone, Mara, da 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 And I think it's, I don't even know who it is, and I click it, and of course. And it opens with, OMG, <laughs> you probably don't remember me. <laughs> I'm Mara Donick, etc., etc. I live in Texas now. I married a pastor, and you'll never guess, I, I'm involved with leading the youth group, and earlier we were talking today about what to do for our summer plan, and I think you know what we've decided to call our summer program. So here, thank you guys. I'm sorry, I really don't know what you're driving. I just don't.
the wall is bathed in this yellow light or perhaps there's been some interference.